You are listening to From Panel to Podcast. Hope everybody out there is doing well. I am Andrew Reiner, joined, as always, by Phil Hoff. Hello, sir. Hello. How are you this evening? I'm doing great. We had one of the greatest issues of Hulk that we've read (laughs) uh, since we started this podcast. And um, I just want to jump right into it. I warned you. Donnie Cates. Yeah, Donnie Cates. I wasn't so sure of where he was going with this book. But it kind of all paid off in this one moment, this <laughs> this one issue, and uh, I just want to gush about it. And Phil, go ahead. You you were texting me like you got to read Hulk right now. <laughs> do you want me to tell you? Do you want me to tell our listeners exactly what I texted you? Go for it. Uh, I told I told our, my good friend here, Andy, to read it with his pants off. Because I knew that he was going to thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy it. And he would probably, in a fit of happiness, rip his clothing right off. Because this issue was bonkers. Yeah, my socks went flying right off. (laughs) That's why I was just warning you to get rid of some new clothing. I didn't want you to damage the walls when it all came flying off of you. (laughs) Yeah, it was amazing. And uh, just nonstop action and carnage and exactly what you want from... The raging Goliath, right? And uh, where they leave it, you're like, oh, let's go. The last yeah. page, you're like, I want Thor now. <laughs> I was giddy. And this is only, what is it? That was issue six. So it's yep. a pretty short run if you haven't got to it. Issue one is the perfect jumping on point. Donny Cates is doing something nobody's done with Hulk before. Very controversial. A lot of Hulk, you know, loyal readers aren't too keen on this Starship Hulk idea. But I think it's just, it's it's wacky, it's fun. It only lasted half a year or so. We'll see where he takes it next. But there's a line in this, Phil, that everybody has a Hulk. Bruce yep. Banner has a Hulk. Ross has a Hulk. There's all these characters that have Hulks. But guess who hasn't had a Hulk? Hulk has the Hulk. Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> and we get to see what the Hulk's Hulk is. And it's wonderful <laughs> and silly and dumb and just perfect for for what this story is. And uh, hats off to Donny Cates and team. It is uh, it is wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. But it does set up a next chapter that's going to cost us a pretty penny. Phil, what's in store for f- the next issue of Thor? Uh, it's going to be issue number 750. And if I remember my text message too properly, it's going to be $8.99, which means this is going to be one massive, no pun intended, Hulk of an issue. Yeah. And the core story by Donny Cates will probably take up a fraction of it. Usually when they get these anniversary issues, I'm doing air quotes. So you can't see that because this is a podcast. I felt them. But anniversary issues, you have a bunch of different creative teams doing a bunch of different stories. Some of it is canonical. Some of it is historical, you know, for the character or a series. And some a of lot of it's just fun stuff. Right? Saying some of it's just fluff. Yeah. And you get a nice snapshot of the character in that it's fun to read takes a long time to read as the price tag so uh, hopefully backs it up hopefully they're not just charging us an arm and a leg for just uh, a key issue uh that's the same length but yeah this should be i'm guessing it's probably going to be around 80 pages what if it's even better than that and it's all 80 pages of donny kate's penning uh, the the next chapter oh that'd be amazing i doubt it'll happen that's a lot of art and if they did i hate it when you get a big story and they alternate artists yep just delay it, you know, give delay it three months, get it out of its monthly rotation and have it be, uh, you know, just the core team. I think one of those times that it does work with it, though, is if they're doing like flashbacks or flash forwards, that type of a thing where you're right. 
you're coming out of the current artist vision of what was happening and maybe going to a more uh, retro style of artist during a flashback of a handful of three, four pages or whatever. That's that's the way that I like like the artist to switch in mid-issue or like a change of scenery type of thing. But if they're just changing artists for the sake of changing artists, it's it throws everything off. And it's going to be 74 pages. I just looked it up here. Okay. So not quite 80. You're going to be confused when you see it because it's going to say Thor number 24, which is where it's at in the series now. But then below that, it says 750. Yeah, the old LGY 750. And this will be kicking off the Hulk Thor thunder that's coming, the showdown. Phil, also this week, uh, I don't know if you how much of the, your stuff you read this week, but... Uh, I also really enjoyed the new issue of Wolverine. Did you get to that one? Um, I didn't pick up Wolverine. You know me. I'm not a big Wolverine guy. Well, this is Deadpool. And he's... Well, he he's, didn't warn me of that. <laughs> he's making a bid to try to get on Krakoa because he hasn't been there yet. And it is just him breaking the fourth wall the entire time. Wolverine trying to be, you know, the gruff, just kind of sullen, all business character that we know and love. As Wolver as Deadpool is just running amok, and it's good fun. I thought it was going to be a one and done issue, but it's not. It's oh. going to continue on. I highly recommend it. It's totally out of character for what's been going on in Wolverine lately. You know him uh, swimming around with Moby Dick and all that stuff. It's like, how can you possibly say it's out of character <laughs> with all the stuff that you've told me has been going That's on in Wolverine? True. It sounds he like it's be, right you know, on point. Yeah, he should be with Deathstroke riding unicorns and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. If it's more with Deadpool. Yeah, I was I was surprised by it that it's just lighthearted in the core Wolverine series, and I have a feeling we're going to get some kind of payoff here, at least with De- where Deadpool is going to be, maybe even with where Wolverine's character is heading after all this chaos. Uh, so I highly recommend you take a look at that. Yeah, I'll anything go back and stand grab out? It. Anything stand out to you? Um, I did read. It was called "Cancelled," the one that we were talking about last week that involved what looked to be a clown on the cover and kind of horror related. Yeah. If I remember right, it was by John Byrne. Um, I thought it was actually a pretty. Um, I don't want to say run of the mill horror story, but it's a horror story that touches on others that are in the genre. Brief summary is there's a person, a television show host, who's got a kid's show. I'm going to compare him to Captain Kangaroo for anybody who's approximately our age and or older that is listening. He gets canceled um, because his ratings aren't doing very well. So they they bring in a clown instead to to fill his space, almost like a bozo type of a thing. And uh. the guy that gets canceled, he vows vengeance, goes out, and he tries to take down the TV antenna in the middle of a thunderstorm gets electrocuted and all of a sudden finds himself inside of people's TVs, able to communicate with kids and stuff like that. And is suddenly telling kids to do really bad things to their parents. Um, yeah, it kind of, and then it like works its way into, it was turned into a movie. And then um, after the movie came out, it ended up coming to fruition in real life. I thought it was a pretty decent read, but it looks like it's only a one of one. So I'm not sure if there's going to be more that are in this universe or if it was just a one shot, but I thought it was, I was entertained by it. Okay, and I also like Captain America, issue zero, mm-hmm. which is on the the cover, it says, a new era begins here. This is Steve Rogers and Sam Wilson together, just fist bumping, high-fiving each other, just congratulating each other on just being the greatest Captain Americas ever, both of them. <laughs> uh, what's going to happen after this issue is they're both going to get new number ones next month. That's fun. And and they're both going to have their own series. So I think that's a, a cool way to like kind of 
pass the baton to both of them, you know, have them mm-hmm. both together and kind of run with the baton, you know, for a bit. And then, yeah, you kind of get the the setup for what comes next. So I would say that's a, a pretty key issue if you're into Captain America and this will be a great jumping on point. So go back and get issue zero, you know, at least take a chance on these first issues. I think, I think they got a pretty cool thing going here. Cap's been kind of sidelined or anything like that. He's had a core series, but just hasn't been in the spotlight like you should be. And I think this, this new kind of direction will get him there. And Phil, anything else? You got another one, a second, a third. I, I have a second off the top of my head, and it was one that I was strangely surprised by, and you know my fandom of the television show Buffy the Vampire Slayer, so I decided to take the chance on the Vampire Slayer comic you book. Were, yeah, you were saying last week, probably not, but you did take a chance. Okay. I did, and I liked the way that it was written because it very much so felt like the they wrote the Scooby Gang, quote unquote, as the Scooby Gang, and I thought the banter was absolutely wonderful. I don't know how they got to the point where they are, as far as like, canonically goes with willow apparently being the new slayer but i thought it was a really really fun and well-written issue and then our favorite writer of the current uh current books coming out james tynan the fourth he had uh, a little series i'm not reading i just went and picked up as many issues as i could i'm missing issue two the nice house on the lake number eight how was that I love that series. It gets a little confusing at times, and part of that is the artwork, but the artwork's very fitting for it. I enjoyed the new issue as well. It kind of added another wrinkle into the mystery as to of how it is that they're there. Um, I suppose it's eight or nine issues deep now, and I can kind of go spoilery just for those that are listening that might not know what it's necessarily about. Uh, but it's about a group of, I believe it's 10 friends, acquaintances of a, of the main character whose name is Ludes, maybe because I'm a moron. Um, And they all get a telegram or an email sent to them saying, let's all meet up at this house. We're going to have a good time there. Let's hang, have a nice little vacation. And throughout the course of it, Walter's his name now that it's come back to me. um, They realize that what's ended up happening around them is that the world has basically come to an end. And he knew this was happening. And these are the 10 people or so that he chose to save in this nice house on a lake in the middle of Wisconsin. And as it unfolds, you learn that there's mysteries to this entire thing. Like they can write a list every day of supplies that they want or things that they want. For, for example, say somebody's craving a six pack of Bud Light, they can write that down. Or they want to have lamb for dinner, they can they can write down raw lamb, and they can they get to cook and build and do whatever it is that they want within reason. And they they have started exploring the island to figure out what else is out there. Now they're actually building different buildings on the island to try to either figure a way out or see if there's anybody left that they can communicate with in the outside world. Meanwhile, Walter's kind of manipulating everything the entire time. I love it. I think it's great. Like I said, it gets a little bit confusing at times, but it's really, really, again, it's James 10 and the fourth. It sounds like a TV show I started watching on Epic's network, actually on Amazon, and I got a Epic's um, subscription, but it's called From. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the name of it. And it's very much like the TV show Lost. Yep with this group of people that are stuck in this village and they don't know why they can't get out. They try to drive down the road and they just kind of reappear in the same spot that they entered the city. Mm -hmm. So it's just like this kind of endless loop. And then there's these creatures that hunt them at night. It's awesome. It's a really great show. First season's done now waiting on if they're going to renew it. They better because they end it with, well, I, I won't even say anything, but I'll just say they better continue it. The story's not done and it's wonderful. Like every episode's just tense. I'm into the characters. You know, new people keep showing up in the city, so there's 
definitely fodder. <laughs> and, you know, nobody's safe just because new people show up. They don't know why they're there. They don't know how they got there, but they just, they can just keep adding to it, to the cast and, and reducing the cast when they, you know, feel like it's time. And you said it's, that's on Prime? Yeah. Well, it's, you got to have an Epics subscription, but gotcha. you can, yeah, you can get that portal through Prime. Okay. The subscription on top of the subscription. That's the world we live in now. That's That made my head hurt. And since it was a, a shorter week, Phil, I started kind of going back, going to the comic store, finding some image comic series that I have not read. I've I've been really good about reading Dark Horse, DC, and Marvel. But for whatever reason, Image, you know, all these number ones that came out, I just wasn't taking a chance on them. All these kind of five-issue, 12-issue series, or even ones that last up until 20 and stuff like that. One that I recommended to you, I was like, hey, Phil, you got to check this out. It's a, it's a comic called Chew. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, I've been reading that. And I was like, what? <laughs> this, <laughs> it, it, this thing, you know, it's going like the first issue is going for a couple hundred bucks. And it's a comic book about, I'm going to read the Wikipedia description here. Chew is an American comic book series about a U.S. Food and Drug Administration agent, Tony Chu who solves crimes by receiving psychic impressions from food, including people. Written by John Lehman with art by Ron Gilroy. And it's, again, by Image. It's won Eisner and Harvey Awards, and I think it's still going. It's C-H-E-W is the first series. The main series is done. So the first one, the C-H-E-W Chu series, I believe that wrapped in 2016. Yeah. And then the agent's name, Tony Chu, is C-H-U. And now there's a new series, or it's kind of done as well, just called Chu, C-H-U. So a second series, but they might be coming back, right? Yeah, because after because the, they did the first five issues, and then they took I want to say like a six month pause, and then they put out the next five issues telling a different story about his daughter as well, which is also really well written and really well done, and it's a little bit different than the story about her father. I don't remember if it's father or uncle off the top of my head, but she uses her powers and premonition for not so good reasons. And this was twenty or sixty issues of the first one, and then and that uh, ran from June two thousand nine. Till 2016, and then they picked it up again with Chu, the the second version in 2020, and then there's a three issue crossover with the Outer Darkness. Hmm. It's another series written by him, but I guess they tie together. So I'm going to try to track all those down. Are you actually going to hunt them down individually? You're not going trade? Yeah, yeah. Because I got issue two. I ha- I think I have 18 issues now. I didn't know it was up to 60 until I just read that right now. And now, I'm <laughs> now suddenly you're backpedaling. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, did, I did order the first trade. Yep. So I'm going to read that and see if I'm going to try to get more of them. But as a collector, I have at least 18 of them, you know, periodically up through, I want to say issue like 25. One that I have a pretty complete run of, one issue one through 15. There's more than that, but I have the beginning of it is Tim Seeley's Revival. Have you heard of this? No. Oh, my, Phil. Oh, my, oh, my. I'm going to read this description. Revival is an American horror science fiction comic series created by writer Tim Seeley and artist Mike Norton. The pair worked together with colorist Mark Englert and cover artist Jenny Frizen to produce the series, which was published by Image Comics as 47 monthly issues. Gosh, see, I got to read these before I start buying these comics. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Released between July twelve or Ju- July two thousand twelve and February two thousand seventeen, it's set in central Wisconsin. 
Okay. Calls the aftermath of the dead coming back to life. I'm going to leave it at that because your intersection point with the story, the second you start reading about this series, it's in the middle of it. Hmm. So things had already happened. It's not like there's an origin. The first Walking Dead comes back. What is up with these people? It's not a typical zombie story. It's a different take on people coming back to life. Like they just can't die. Like, but they're still kind of themselves but maybe there's more to them than that and more to the city where it's happening. The outside world is looking in. That's where your first lens is. People talking about this town and, and what's going on in Wisconsin and should we be worried? That's where it kicks off. It's Interesting. Fascinating. And the art is awesome. Highly, highly recommend it. That I've read the first issue and I was like, this is right up Phil's alley. He's going to dig this. I've got it written down with a couple of stars next to it, which even connotates that I'm more serious about it than normal if there's stars next to it written down. <laughs> and yeah, any anything else standing out for you? Have you been reading anything kind of outside of the, the weekly cadence? Um, no, I was given the heads up that Catwoman Lonely City has been really good. So I picked up one, two, and three of that. I haven't touched those yet. And That's right a black series, right? It is, yeah. So it's the massive jumbo oversized books that have no continuity to anything. But I've been, I was told by numerous people that it's really good. Uh, right before we started recording, I was telling you about this before we started recording as well, is I did pick up The Secret History of Weed, which came out last week. Yeah. And it is, I'm only like 10 pages in, but it's hilarious. And it's just a big farce on how the entire drug war went down. And like, it even says that it comes out on 420 on it. And it starts out with um, Nancy Reagan talking to somebody saying that the polling numbers are down. And in the background is Ronald Reagan taking a nap and he just keeps referring to Nancy as Madam President because, you know, she led the entire war on drugs thing. And then it cuts to this huge, almost like action movie star person that's down in Mexico taking out a giant lizard and gets called back to go start taking out these weed farms in California because the weed has become just <laughs> out of control. And it's, he's just like quipping one liners the entire time. And it's. It's really, really well done so far, and I'm very much looking forward to finishing it up. And from what I, there's actually there's activity pages in the back of it as well when you're done. So if you want to trace <laughs> them like into a, a word search, it's nuts. Yeah. It's bonkers. It's five dollars. And so I'm really, really I'm enjoying the hell out of this so far. Sounds like an issue of Department of Truth the way it kicked off there. Yeah, very much so. It's but again, like very, very making fun of itself and not taking itself very seriously. Well, I have nothing else to talk about this week, so let's take a look at what's coming next. Pen paper prepared wallet just smacked me across the face. Uh, speaking of, I ran into one of our listeners at the comic book shop. What? Yeah, pretty nuts, right? Like, it also says something about the tone of my voice. But he got to witness the insanity, which is me randomly dropping my normal $70 to $80 a week, and he just... Yeah. Did he shame you? He should have. I would have felt better about myself. <laughs> Just laughing and pointing at you yeah, at like, the register. <laughs> yeah, like you really do buy all that stuff, don't you? Yeah, I do. Wow. Well, so, yeah. that's that's kind of cool. Yeah, it was kind of nuts. Um, So at least now we know that there's living proof that I do always leave with two inches worth of comic books every time that I leave the comic book store. And people are listening to our show. There's double that's proof. even crazier than me dropping $80 <laughs> at the comic shop. Okay, so you got your pencil, pen, whatever you write with, and um, I got my fingers, so I'm going to count on my fingers. It's actually we one of those sniffy markers, and it smells like grape. Yeah, we keep forgetting to say how many we have, so 
uh, let's try to end the episode with that. Okay. Are you ready? Mostly. All right, here we go. Saga number 58. Oh, yeah. That's number one for me. And that is also a wiener alert issue. We'll see what happens. <laughs> we need a sound effect for wiener alerts. Like whenever there's just like graphic <laughs> sex, it's just like a wee-oo, wee-oo. <laughs> wiener, wiener. <laughs> Detective Comics 1059. Yes. Yeah, sure. I'll pick that up. Why not? Death of the Justice League. That's just regular Justice League number 75. I'm picking it up. I'm guessing that was supposed to be tied in with the game that maybe it was supposed to be coming around oh, good call. this time, but uh, has been delayed for who knows how long. Yeah, I, I'll be picking that up as well, even though the Justice League has died 10,000 times. And I'm for three for three on that. Action Comics 1042. Thor number 24. Yeah, let's see what that's all about. Absolutely. And there goes the checkbook. <laughs> Variants? Dark Knights of Steel number six. Do I read that one? That's that medieval King Arthur DC I comics did series. did start getting into it. It's okay. I think I'm four issues in just because, again, somebody was like, hey, you like Batman. You should check this out. And I checked it out, and now I'm reading it. So, yeah, I'll probably grab that as well. Oh, God. This is going to be a huge week, Phil. Great. The Amazing Spider-Man number one. That's fun. That's me, and it says Thwip on the cover, and I agree. Robin, number 13, which is a Shadow War tie-in. Yep. yep. That's number six for me. Same page. Berserker, number eight. It's back. Keanu Reeves is writing again. It's been so long. I got to. Mm-hmm. Number seven for me. The Joker, number 14. That's, is it 14 or 12? Yeah, that, that's done 14. now, too, isn't it? I'm picking that up. Yep. Oh, God. Something is killing the children. Number 22. Now I don't even know what to read first anymore. (laughs) I'm picking that up. I'm at nine. I'm tied. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Last Ronin, number five. Wait, was that all one title? Yep. So while everybody else is getting shorter titles, they've dropped the Buffy (laughs) from the Vampire Slayer. They just keep adding words to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. When are they going to become 20-year-old Mutant Ninja Turtles? Right. Uh, Here we go. Punisher, number two. Yes, please. Number 10 for me. Oh, gosh. Batman Beyond the White Knight, number two. Yes. Did you get number number one? I did. I went and picked it up, and I loved it. Really? Yeah. I thought it was fantastic. I'll go back and get it then. Damn it. Oh, it's so good. Okay. Yeah, and it's a Batman Beyond tie-in. It's it, oh. yeah, it's wonderful. Wonderful, wonderful. Alien number 11. No. No. Finally. I say, yeah. The Swamp Thing number 12. I'll get that. Monstrous number 39. Deathstroke Inc number 8. Yes. I suppose. <laughs> Harley Quinn 14. Carnage, number two. Yes. (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, Yes, I mean. (laughs) Gunslinger Spawn, number seven. Sabretooth, number three. Knights of X, number one. What? What? What is Knights of X? It's like a new X-Men team with a dragon. What? There's a dragon? Yeah. That's what X-Men's been missing this entire time. I'd have been reading it for the last 44 years if it only had dragons. There you go. You got to buy it. Okay, Silk, number four. Teen Titans Academy 14. I fell off on that, which is too bad because I was enjoying it. Star Wars Crimson Rain number four. Yep. 
Silver Surfer Rebirth number four. Yes. Yep. Rogues number two. Oh my gosh. Oh, really? Wow. Uh, we're not going to be able to record next week. I'll still be reading. Wow. Yes. Hulk, Grand Design Madness, number one. I didn't like the first one. The first one, yeah, it sat weird with me. It was like a recap of the entire Hulk history up until a certain point told in very strange panels. Yeah, I don't think I'm getting that one. I'll page through it, but I'm not getting that. I'll stare at it and somebody will probably point at it and I'll go, yeah, I'll buy that because I'm stupid and I buy everything. (laughs) Uh, We have Demons, number two. Newburn, number six. Yes, please. Trial of the Amazons, number two. God, I should get that. I was thinking the same thing, too. Like, it's been this big ongoing thing for the last couple of months, and neither one of us is reading it. If there was really, really cool stuff happening, somebody would have keyed us in, right? Yeah. Uh, Rogue Sun, number three. Yes. Yes. Aquaman, number three. Step by Bloody Step, number three. Bloodstained Teeth, number one, from Image Comics. I might grab that. Oh, it looks cool. Ms. Mm. Marvel, Beyond the Limit, number five. Yes. What is happening this week? The Flash, The Fastest Man Alive, number one. What is yeah. that? That is a tie-in to the new movie. Huh. All right. I'll probably check it out. Yeah, I got to get it. <sighs> Aquaman, Green Arrow, Deep Target, number seven. The Scumbag, number 13. I'll get that. Godzilla versus the Mighty Marfan Power Rangers number two. I did buy the first one and it was not good. <laughs> oh, thank you for telling me that because I was about to make two check marks because I was going to go find number one as well. Ghost Cage number two. Did I read that first one? I did. That was so crazy. Crazy in a good way? No, it was bad. Okay. It was like a giant robot battle of like tidal wave versus hurricane i don't know it was weird you just told me it was bad and then you describe it like yeah, that. no it's it's bad just i i made it better than it is okay power rangers universe number five sonic the hedgehog 49 you know after seeing that second movie which i really liked i'm intrigued by some of this sonic you stuff are now. not gonna start buying sonic comics you know i might I'm have to have kyle fill in if you do i'm kind of a fan oh boy oh no the transformers number 42 <laughs> yes please <laughs> G.I. Joe, A Real American Hero, number 292. Cowboy Bebop, number three. Oh, no. Transformers Beast Wars, number 15. Yes. We Don't Kill Spiders, number four. I kill all the spiders. Here's our weekly book, Red Sonia, number eight. (laughs) All New Firefly, number three. The Fourth Man, number four. Draculina, number three. Huh. Huh? Godzilla Rivals versus King Ghidorah. No. Hellcop number six. That sounds awesome. Vermilion number zero. Grim Fairy Tales number 59. Wow, that's getting up there. And Phil, I think. Oh, no. Transformers Wars End, number three. Three Transformers comics on the same day? This might put you over the top of me with the three Transformers comics. Yusagi, Yusagi no, Yojimbo. I thought it was just four. artist names you couldn't pronounce. No, Yusagi Yojimbo, number four. The Naughty List, number one. Ooh. Mm-hmm. This guy holding a fire poker. 
Oh, he's got blood, blood on it, and he's wearing Santa's hat. Damn it! Yeah. <laughs> Swamp Dogs number three. This is one of the biggest weeks I've ever seen, and I'm not even you know hyping that up. That it's ridiculous how much is here. There's more, but that that's where I'm going to end it. I'm I'm over twenty, Phil. I'm at twenty three. Yeah, I'm at like twenty one, twenty two. This is is bad news. You ran out of toes and had to give up. Yeah, this could take. This might be two episodes worth of us uh, reading books. <laughs> yeah. here. That's, it's a lot of homework. We got games to play and shows to watch. We got Moon Knight. Oh, Moon Knight is so good. I'll catch up on it. Did you watch Batman yet? No, I was going to, and then uh, a new program dropped in MLB The Show, and I get distracted by that, as you know. <laughs> the uh, I watched it a second time. Watched it on HBO Max. Didn't get anything new out of it or anything more out of it, It, but it also didn't diminish any. Okay. I had a really good time watching it a second time, and um, yeah, I thought uh, it's a fine movie. It's a, it's a nice Batman story. I don't know what I want from it next. I tweeted that Court of Owls or Hush would be cool. Yeah. I just don't want him to do a single villain again that's that's already been on the silver screen. I want I want someone different at this point. Right. Who knows? We'll see. They've already teased the Joker, and I'm guessing it's going to go that direction. But yeah, there's so much more to Batman's universe, and uh, I, I wish they would go in that direction. But So much yeah, more we'll than the same six villains they feed us every single time they do any kind of a Batman anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it is. It really is almost like the, they should call it the Sinister Six, you know, for Batman, because they just keep honing in on those those same characters. I think that name uh, might be copyrighted elsewhere. <laughs> Moon Knight has been fantastic, by the way, and they are teasing something big. They've been teasing a big thing since episode two, I would say. They still haven't gotten there. I hope they get there before the sixth episode, which is the finale. So we have two episodes until then. I hope this next episode, they pull back the curtain fully on what's going on with Moon Knight, him as a character, um, what makes him tick. Yeah, I don't think we're going to see, again, I don't think we're going to see Dr. Doom or any other big villain uh, reveals. I think we're we're stuck with Arthur Harrow, who, by the way, I have the first appearance of him in comics. Do you really? Yeah, he's only been at it a couple times, and I have that issue. And I was like, "Oh, wow!" And I looked it up online, and it's like going for hundreds of bucks. I was no like, kidding! Sweet, that was a that was like a seventy five cent comic I got. <laughs> <laughs> Much like my first appearance in Nightwing, I discovered that I had. Yeah, it's just like boom! All of a sudden, this character is the new hotness for, mm-hmm. thanks to the MCU. And yeah, that comic that was just a a bargain bin uh, back issue book is now a key issue, which is funny. Are you sure it's the TV show that's made Moon Knight this popular and not Fortnite? Oh, it could be. Yeah. We were playing that the other night. I don't play Uh, Fortnite. Why are you lying to people? (laughs) You were running around as Moon Knight. I was Moon Knight. Our friend Carrington was Moon Knight. It was fantastic. The three of us running around as the same character. And here's the thing. With the skin that you get, you get the Mr. Knight version, which is Steven's. And then you get marks with the cape, but you can also take the cape off. So you can have three different versions. If you're running as a four pack, you're going to have to have a, a dupe in there, a duplicate. But we call that guy Kyle. Yeah, who never is online. <laughs> uh, another one of our friends. But definitely check that out. It's a cool thing in Fortnite. He runs around with the gun. Doesn't make much sense in terms of the Moon Knight lore. But it is cool seeing the MCU skin in the game. And uh, Moon Knight getting all this love. Who would have thought? 
that years have for it. years we joked about Moon Knight, and all of a sudden Moon Knight is a huge thing, and everybody loves Moon Knight. And yeah, okay. Yeah, who's next? Sleepwalker, uh, <laughs> Ragman. I'm pulling for Stiltman is who I'm pulling for. It could happen. Yeah, he, he could get his own series here. But uh, Phil, thanks as always for being here and reading books and making it just so much fun. And thank you all of our listeners for tuning in each week and you know saying hi to us in the comic shop. That's really cool. Yeah, we appreciate we'll be- you guys immensely. We'll be back in seven days with another episode. See you then, everybody. No, we won't. We'll still be reading. (laughs) That's right. We'll be back in two (laughs) weeks. Bye, everyone. Take care.